From the PSIA ASI Safer at Home Studios in Netherland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair. What a great guest we have for you today. Paul Howard, the President and Technical Director of PMBIA, is joining us. Paul, thanks very much for taking the time to chat. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to chatting. So, Paul, can you tell us a little bit about PMBIA and why the partnership with PSIA? Uh, PMBIA is um, the Professional Mountain Bike Instructor Association. We're, we're based in Whistler, and uh, our, our job is to uh, train and certify mountain bike instructors uh, throughout the uh, mountain bike industry. A um, little bit different to the winter industry in that PMBIA is, although we're based in uh, Whistler in Canada, that's sort of our head office, um, we operate uh, globally. So um, our mandate is sort of one, one sport, one certification. And the goal there is to create more consistency in teaching throughout the industry by having that overlying certification um, anywhere in the world. So we, we do operate um, Canada and America, obviously, but uh, also Australia, New Zealand, um, Japan, Singapore, South Africa, um, Chile, Argentina, um, and uh, a few other venues too that I can't think of at the top of my head. Um, but that's PMBI in the nutshell. And... Um, yeah, we're excited to partner with PSIA because uh, essentially it just gives us more opportunities to learn, work with another professional organization and and help them and they can help us. And ultimately that will bring us to offering more training opportunities for ski instructors down in the U.S. so they can have some summer work teaching and, uh, and more opportunities um, to just get the, these professional mountain bike instructors out into the U.S. market, and so we can continue to offer a, a strong product as a, as a certification provider, but also ultimately, if, if those instructors are out there, um, the teaching of the sport in the U.S. is, is stronger as well, which is, is great for the general public. They're getting better lessons, better coaching, better clinics. Now, Paul, I was just on your website, and your events are booked solid. I mean, there's an opening here and there, but, I mean, you are really booked up, which I think is awesome. Now, is that unusual? Is that because of the COVID year, or is that kind of things as normal? Uh, to be honest, that's kind of things as normal. Um, regardless of the schedule we, we put out each year um, throughout the U.S. or, or Canada, um, courses do generally generally book up um, straight away and it, it's never been a challenge uh, for us to sort of fill courses and that and that's fantastic it, for us that means you know the product's solid and the, the demand is really strong and the respect for the association is, is high throughout the industry so um, right now you know the courses are definitely full um, because obviously it being COVID the COVID year um we're not able to offer as many courses as we we normally do. Um, so obviously, I think that that's kind of added to the fact that you know, any course we're running just sells out very quickly. But yeah, it, it is kind of normal. Like pretty much uh, courses are full. Occasionally, September, October, we have a quiet. It's a little quieter, and there's some courses that have a few spots left and have a bit more space. Paul, what is the PMBIA approach to teaching? Well, for us, the big the big difference um, for us is we really take a skill based approach. 
approach to teaching that's very student-centered. So um, traditionally in mountain biking, um, if you kind of go back, it was very much a maneuver-based style of teaching and a situational-based style of teaching. And PMBI was really the first to bring any any uh, professional skill-based teaching into the sport. So to give you a couple of examples, you know, it, traditionally just from magazines and other organizations in the past, they used to sort of, this is how you do a pedaling wheel lift, or this is how you ride across routes, or this is how you do a corner, or this is how you do a climb. And it it, it was very much, this is, this, these are the various skills you need to learn this one maneuver or this one terrain feature, but it didn't always translate to other scenarios. So we've been really big, even from our early days in our route before PNBR was officially um, set up, of just teaching core fundamental skills. And much like there is in the winter industry where you might teach someone you know, how to edge the ski or pivot the ski or how to stand on the ski or pressure the ski, uh, you know, that's been our approach since day one is, is those core skills that then translate to any any environment, any maneuver, any situation. If, if you can stand on the bike better in a better position, that's going to help. It's going to help you jump in your cornering, you're climbing, you're descending. Um, that core skill flows and translates into lots of different scenarios. So I think for us, uh, technically, uh, the big approach is bringing skill-based teaching to mountain biking. Um, and then the other side of it on the client side is, is from that being able to offer a much more student-centered approach. Um, through the skill-based teaching, we're encouraging riders now to think about these fundamental components of their biking. And it allows us to teach different ability levels a lot more easily. Um, it, it allows us to teach everybody the same skill, but it, even if they're at slightly different levels within a group. And it really allows the coach or the instructor to give much more meaningful and useful feedback. Um, because when, when a rider happens to change their hip position or their leg position when they're descending, it's so much more powerful because it helps them in so many different scenarios than if we're just working on one maneuver or one trick. Um, so those would be the two big things. I could probably talk about it for hours. You know, what, what's the PMBI approach to teaching? <laughs> we'd need about six podcasts for that. But in a nutshell, it's student-centered teaching through a school-based approach. And I don't want to, you know, talk about me, but... I've got hundreds of thousands of miles in on a bike. I have raced all over the place, I'm very experienced on the road. And I've been out on a mountain bike recently with uh, our ski school director, who's PMBIA certified. And I tell you, amazing teacher. And riding the mountain bike became so much easier with some of his lessons. I was, I was floored. It was really amazing and made it so much more fun. Yeah, and I think that's awesome, and I, I think it's particularly awesome to discover that as a ski instructor yourself, because, you know, as someone that's been teaching snowboarding or skiing for years, you know, how many times have you had a client that skis for years, and you, you've just shown them a few different things, and their mind's blown, and it, it's kind of cool when the table is turned, and then you experience that yourself on the bike, and 
and we're really stoked that PMBR is able to do that. Like, that's one of the common pieces of feedback we've had since day one is when we've had, you know, professional educators, snowboard or ski instructors or um, school teachers, high school teachers that run sports programs, when we've had those people run through the PMBI courses and, and really get a lot out of them for, for their own teaching, um, and their own writing, that's when we know, you know, we knew from the early days that we were onto a, onto a good thing. Because if, 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 if our level one course can improve the teaching of a high school teacher or can improve the teaching of a level three or four snowboard or ski instructor, then that's a fantastic benchmark for us to kind of try and maintain. And, and uh, that's the standard that we want to set. Now, what's your certification process like? Um, quite straightforward, uh, very, very similar to the, the winter industry. And, and again, by design, you know, this is one of those things that sometimes you don't need to reinvent the wheel, but fairly straightforward. We have the level one course, um, which is our first certification course, um, which is a three day course, um, for beginners to intermediate, um, instructors. Um, then the level two, which is a four day course for more advanced. Uh, teaching advanced riders, and then the level three, the five-day course for teaching expert riders. And the level three changes a little bit, and that it, it sort of transforms into uh, the blend between instructing and coaching. So the level three um, is an introduction into coaching and gives instructors tools to develop and teach long-term programs. Um, and then we have some other, so they're sort of our three main instructor courses. And then we have some development and training modules as well. We have a, a one-day ride guide course, which is a fantastic introduction for people thinking about getting into coaching or want to just be a volunteer ride leader for their local club or school or bike shop. Um, so the ride guide is a, is a one-day course, but there's about a half-day um, prep uh, worksheet reading um, before the course. So... Um, that, that's a great sort of intro course. And then we have some other modules and training modules we have. We have a one-day kids module, uh, a two-day air module for te- learning how to teach jumps and drops, and then a two-day uh, technical trail maneuvers module for teaching more advanced maneuvers such as bunny hops, um, nose wheelie, um, manuals, um, rear wheel pivots, things like that. Um, and we are working on some other modules behind the scenes. We have an e-bike module coming out for instructors learning how to guide and teach on e-bike um, soon, and that will be an online module. And then uh, we are working very closely. We have done for a couple of years now with some leaders in adaptive mountain bike. So you were talking about some online modules. Uh, looking at the uh, the calendar, a lot of events are in Canada, and obviously the border closure. Um, is there something we can do in the U.S.? or really anywhere in the in the world to prepare for upcoming events online? Yeah, for sure. So essentially, um, every course we have has an online component um, anyway to it. So um, there's a lot of reading and worksheets uh, that we ask participants to do prior to any course that they register for. Um, so there is that component where um, when you register for a course, you'll be able to dig in and and get get a bunch of info and start 
preparing for the course ahead of time and that makes the course a lot more efficient when we kind of hit the ground rolling on day one. Um, and then we have been looking at developing a couple of modules online as well. Um, the e-bike module we started on a couple of years ago and we're excited to release that in the fall. And that the plan for that was always going to be online, so it's, it's kind of uh, convenient in a way, um, the way it's all worked out with COVID, because um, I think, you know, it's, so many organizations are looking to develop or expand their offerings online. So um, we were kind of lucky with that one, that that was the plan from day one. So that, that module will be out in the fall. And then um, we are looking at making some adjustments to some of our recertification courses, um, most notably the level one research. And we're looking into options for um, how we can uh, offer that course online as well. So I think that's going to be the general um, direction that that we're looking to take with some of the smaller um, courses for sure is, is what components of the courses can we, can we offer online so there's more accessibility around different parts of the world, different locations. So, yes, keep in touch is the best way. You know, stay up to date with us on Facebook or on our newsletter or on our website. And that's where everyone will get the, uh, you know, sort of the monthly and, and the regular updates on, on when those changes and updates will happen. Where do we go to uh, sign up for a membership? Uh, membership's uh, an easy one in that any time you sign up for the, a ride guide or a level one course, um, the membership part is all just part of the registration process. So it's, it's fairly intuitive and automatic. Um, so as soon as you sign up for a uh, for your, your ride card or your level one course, then uh, you're good to go. The membership will be part of that registration process. And what are some of the benefits of being a mountain bike instructor in, in conclusion? Uh, a lot. Uh, first one is you're just a little bit cooler to everyone else, <laughs> um, on the street. <laughs> you can say you're a mountain bike coach, and that's, that's awesome. But um, no, seriously, for us, you know, talking directly to um, PFA members, for myself personally, and I've experienced this for a long time, and I've been uh, involved in the snowboard industry for a long time as a casting instructor and examiner, and I truly believe that, you know, for me, my passion is teaching, and uh, snowboarding and mountain biking uh, are also my passions, and if there's a way to encourage a, a dedicated professional instructor instructor into making a making it a year-round career then it's it's a fantastic thing and apart from anything else um if you're teaching in the summer you're teaching in the winter it's going to be better and vice versa if you teach in the winter you're going to be a better mountain bike instructor it's just the way it is teaching different sports helps you teaching in different environments teaching year-round all, all of these things add up to an incredible benefit um, when it comes to learning your craft and, and for us in PMBI we're very passionate about the craft of teaching and the craft of training instructors how to teach um, and teaching year round is, is, a, is a great way of doing that um, and then there's lots of other benefits too I mean we have our, our, you know professional development modules that I was speaking about earlier and, and it's just going to make you a, a better mountain biker and I know you guys see that in the winter. As soon as you learn to teach skiing, you become a better skier or snowboarder yourself. 
um, and it's the same on the bikes. You, you become a safer and better mountain biker through the DMVI courses, regardless of how much you end up teaching. Um, and then the other the other benefit that are, I'm sure your members will be sort of familiar with in the winter, such as prodeals and um, opportunities for employment, part time or full time, and and uh, those would be the key things I think. Well, Paul, it has been wonderful visiting with you. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us on First Chair. Well, thanks for having me on the podcast. And uh, we're really excited to be working with PSIA. And uh, we hope to uh, offer lots more courses uh, in the U.S. in the future. And hope to see as many PSIA and AASI members um, on our courses very soon. Thanks, thanks for the opportunity. Thank you, Paul Howard, President and Technical Director of PMBIA. For First Chair from the Safer at Home Studios in Nederland, Colorado, I'm George Thomas.